Basics Radio Network. I'm Lord Amadeus, the president and owner of RAWF in the game we all know and love as Wrestler Unstoppable. My co-host is the one and only. Gentlemen, he is El Vacant. Good evening, El Vacant. Oh, hola, senor. How are you? I'm you feeling fine. okay? Mm. You sure? Yes, your, your I'm wings, fine. Your wings all good? Hey, that's that's fine. It's all good. It's all good. Good win for you uh, at Philadelphia Freedom. You you beat me fair and square, and uh, you know, congratulations. It's the second win you've ever had in REWF history. So, I mean, you know, but they're pretty good got, wins if you look. I got you. Yeah, some applause for you. Oh, don't, yeah. don't be bitter. I'm I'm not bitter. 
I'm not bitter at all. Here, you know? come here. Let's hug it out. Come on. Come on. Uh, okay. You, you, you. All right. Okay. Do we? You can. You can stop now. You can let go. What? Does, does this remind you of something? No, I just, I just, you know, those pectorals creep me out sometimes, and getting that close to them, I just don't know. That's, we're good. But I yeah. mean, that's fair. They have that effect on people. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. I don't, you know. At anywho, all right. So, congratulations, L Vacant. It was a good win. It was a good match. So, with that being said, we got other uh, results from Philadelphia Freedom to discuss. Uh, First of all, uh, World and Platinum Dragon Championship matches still underway, uh, but Hobo Ezekiel defeated Beast to retain his national championship. Congratulations to Hobo. Uh, men's and Estrogen title matches still underway as well. Fubar City, though, Dees retained against the Razor. Congratulations to Dees. He, he is still Fubar City champion. Sin retained his multimedia championship against Tigris. Uh, we have a new White Lightning champion, Uber Vegan TPO, defeating Claymore and Chris Cage in the Triple Threat White Lightning title match. Congratulations to TPO. Uh, he outlasted those two to become the new White Lightning champion. Killing Neptune, still your champion's choice champion after defeating the Iceman King Parsons. The Immortal Griffith is your new Hatfield and McCoy champion after defeating the Cougar. Congratulations to Griff. We have a new hormonal champion as well. Wildfire defeated Beast. Was not a good evening for Beast at Philadelphia Freedom. Uh, 0-2 in his big matches. Wildfire is your new hormonal champion. Congratulations to her. Uh, In the triple threat Fubar City street fight between Luke Cage, Nightcrawler, and IKP, it was Iceman King Parsons coming out the victor. Uh, afterwards, it looked like Iceman and Luke buried the hatchet because they for- actually formed a new tag team in RAWF, the Ebony Experience. And uh, so that should be fun to, to watch. But it looks like those two have buried the hatchet. Uh, Nightcrawler, though, he took quite the beating. We'll talk about that in just a little bit. Uh, Damia defeated Ali in their Fubar City street fight. Brunette Strangler defeated Lady Vex in their Battle of the Besties. Uh, Scythe, the Unstoppable God, defeated Redneck Avenger in, the, in their in their re- reenactment of the in- of the War of Independence. It did not go well for America on this particular occasion. Scythe was the winner. And their triple threat match: it was Zyber Links defeating Hotshot Chaz and Aaron McFadden. And then in the House of Horrors match between Uncle Frank at Judgment, it was Uncle Frank the victor. And at the end of the match, Frank dumped Judgment into a casket and hauled him away. He has not been heard from since. Uh, so I, I, we'll see if we can get some get an idea where Judgment may be here in just a little bit. Um, but yeah, I think I'm going to send him an edible arrangement. Why would you what send Frank I an edible ring? See, because you're I happy. To, I don't have to put up with the headache of judgment tonight. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily count that one. Uh, and other victories: the Great Red Dragon defeated uh, Mark Caliber. Uh, Cassie Joe defeated S.G. Gibson, and uh, but that is 
what we've got so far for Philadelphia Freedom, uh, more results next week. Uh, in fact, I'm sure all the results will be in next week. So that is for Philadelphia, that is Philadelphia Freedom as it stands right now. So L vacant. See. Would, it is time for the, to update everyone on the top 25. So uh, here is your sheet right here. Good, thank you, have, thank you. Have fun with that. Take it away. All right. So as everyone knows, this is this is everything up to but not including the pay-per-view itself. So you know you know how you did it the pay-per-view. You can maybe do some little uh, arithmetic in your head to kind of figure out finals before we announce it. But hey. As it stands right now, nine out of ten matches, we have the following. In 25th place, we have Nightcrawler, because, you know, apparently he teleports all around this this, this list every week. And then in 24th place, we have, oh, geez, look at this. Papa Shaker is stuck into there at 24th place. Good for him. In 23rd place, we have uh, Big Effin' Hitman. So good for him. He's been back and kind of making making his name known again. In 22nd, oh, this is kind of a drop for him. Hot Shot Chaz is in 22nd. Uh, hopefully he's... Uh, you know, can pull some together out of that. Uh, in 21st place, we have Ali Knight. Uh, in 20th place, we have, huh, what, I guess now one of my bestest friends, our superstars champion, Uncle Frank. Hola, Uncle Frank. Thank you. It was very fun to watch, I have to say. Okay. Uh, in 19th place, we have the multimedia champion, Sin. Uh, someday, someone will explain to the multimedia champ that that is not how you spell his name. But, you know, until that time, I guess we'll just deal with it. Uh, in 18th place, we have uh, the Triple Crown champion, the most uh, aptly named person in the company, the unsettled Chris Cage. Uh, in 17th place, we have oh, one of my favorites, who, who I, we haven't seen on there for a while. We, we should try and figure that out and maybe get her back on as a guest spot because, you know, I enjoy her presence. It's Cassie Joe. Uh, in 16th place, we have uh, one never to be too shy when it comes to, uh, you know, telling everyone how great he is, is uh, Money Sue. In 15th place, we have uh, the power player, Luke Cage, is in 15th. Congratulations to him, I guess. In 14th place, we have everyone's favorite bully, the Huckster. In 13th place, we have, what was this? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, one, one of my favorite kiddies out there. Tigress. Hola, Tigress. Congratulations. 13th place for you. Uh, in 12th place, we have uh, Ice, Iceman King Parsons. Iceman? It's hard. Actually, it's hard to say. Iceman King Parsons. Um, you know, but uh, wouldn't he just be Ice King Parsons at that point? Why right? isn't the man superfluous? I there, oh, never mind. All right, in eleventh place we have um, we have how did, our ultimate gauntlet champion. I don't know. I guess this is French uh, Andreog Devoe. I don't know. I, uh, right. Um, and then in uh, yeah, it's, I, when did we get the Frenchie in here? I don't. Why are you looking at me like that? Mm. Uh, I believe the name is pronounced Androgdevus. I, I mean, no, it's very you clearly developed. No, it's Androgdevus. It's a play on androgynous. It is the Wait. artist, the, the superstar formerly known as Davila. I... I see, but but D E V O U S is DeVoe. That's how you say that. I, I'm just telling you. Okay, look. Right. So in 10th place, we have our world and platinum dragon champion, uh, the title machine himself, Mithras. Uh, 
And then uh, in ninth place, we have, uh, oh, look at this, Knox Boogie in, ninth, in a solid ninth place. Good for him. Uh, in eighth place, we have uh, the chairman of RAWF, Razor, is in eighth place. Congratulations to him. And in seventh place, we have, uh, hold on. <laughs> Beast. And then in sixth place, we have, uh, oh, well, I mean, I, I, technically, you always tell us he doesn't need to be introduced. But I don't, I, I, should I, I guess I don't really have to say his name because then everyone knows who he is, right? I mean, no, fine. I, I keep, I keep. Uh, the Great Red Dragon is in sixth place. Congratulations to him. Oh, in fifth place uh, is uh, oh, everybody's favorite, Teflon Sheik. He's in, he's in fifth place. Good for him. Who's that? All right. In uh, fourth place, we have oh, Claymore. He's dropped a little bit there. Claymore is in fourth place. And in third place, we have our Saturday Night Champion, the Paragon of Greatness. Oh, look at that. Up in third place. Oh, it looks like uh, the, the top has, the top two positions kind of shook up a little bit. In the second place this week, our current men's champion, the Immortal Griffith. And in first place, uh, look at that. One of my favorite redheads, Maeve O'Hare, is in first place yet again. That is your top 25. Nine out of the ten matches, everything but the pay-per-view and pay-per-view scene have been counted. Uh, so, uh, you know, you're, if you're at the top there, you still have an ongoing match or had a match finish at Philadelphia Freedom. You can kind of gauge where you may or may not end up. Uh, we will have hopefully the official top 25, the final one, uh, next week, but it should, it's going to be very, it's, it's, it is a photo finish. I can tell you that much, a photo finish. Uh, trust me, it could end up being any of the top four or five people at the number one spot, depending on what happens in the matches at Philadelphia Freedom. All right. Thank you. Uh, thank you, uh, uh, L. Vacant. So tomorrow, Superstars, ladies and gentlemen, comes to you live from Jacksonville, Florida. The main event will be for the Superstars Championship. Uncle Frank will defend against Dr. Feelgood. I I had to say it that way Dr. Feelgood challenges Uncle Frank For the Superstars title But it's not the only match Uncle Frank has tomorrow He has won the 32 to 1 challenge Thus he also tomorrow Will challenge Claymore For his Supreme Fighter Championship Congratulations to Frank For winning the 32 to 1 And also tomorrow a, A rematch A sort of a rematch if you will From Philadelphia Freedom after a decision reversed against Nightcrawler, at the match led to uh, so led 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 to some issues between Nightcrawler and the Hawkster. These two will go at it again tomorrow on Superstars Live from Jacksonville. All right. Ah, uh, so. That, anywho, let's get to some report GM reports real quick. Uh, Icon, or sorry, Icon, I can't. Let's see. A tag teams, uh, Tigers report season six of tags has started. Round two was posted today. Good luck, all. That was from Unstoppable. Uh, from the Cougar on her uh, high voltage and hormonal uh, divisions. The four going into season 16 of High Voltage are Judgment, Nightcrawler, Chris Cage, and Claymore. 
the other four spots right now at High Voltage Tournament are in High Voltage Tournament. Battle of the Hormone scene will begin tomorrow. All right. Now we talk, turn to our ultimate gauntlet GM. He is the one and only. Recognize that I am not alive. I survive. I'm the dance and the hourglass of time. I'm the chalk line, outline. Everything is mine. From the bridge to the earth to the shadows fall behind. I'm the stars in the sky and I shine so bright. I'm eternal. I'm the reason that the day turns night. I'm the water and the sun. I'm the bullet in your gun. I'm the finger on the trigger and I'm about to blast one. I ain't never give a shit. All the bitches better recognize the damn motherfucker on the block. Ladies and gentlemen, the Paragon of Greatness has returned. Good evening, Paragon. Good evening. It is good to be back. And, you know, I've been in the weeds for a couple of weeks, so, of course, I have to put out an apology to my division. Of course, as being gone a little while, I was a little bit slow on setting up the matches. We perhaps would have more news to give had I uh, been more on the ball, but there is, in fact, some news to give, and that news is the run of Luke Cage, who defeated Prince. He went on to defeat the Mancunian Maniac. He went on to defeat Tigress. He indeed went on to defeat Mark Caliber and has one remaining matchup against Alex Caliber. Should he win this match, he will receive a championship shot at the Ultimate Gauntlet. And L.A., if I'm a betting man, I would say that the odds are on Luke Cage in this matchup. We may have ourselves a championship match coming up very soon. All right. Wow. So we may get an Ultimate Gauntlet uh, title match coming up. It could be Luke Cage challenging Ag- Androgdivus. Androgdivus, right? That's okay. Whew. Ah, all right. With that being said, thank you, Paragon. I now turn to our Powerball GM. He is the one and only. The Razor. Good evening, LA. Good evening, Al Bacon. It helps if I turn my mic on. Evening. Good evening, sir. So, Razor. Uh, so, as you. Go ahead. As you uh, know, LA, I usually start the scene up right after the pay per view, and I did that earlier this week. And the winning numbers after the time limit was up was 9, 
25 and 28. And the following people were entered into the tournament for the contendership. Anton Dare, Revenge Gibson, Dez, Jake Bagwell, Aaron McFadden, Mithras the Title Machine, the Hawkster Bully, the Mancunian Maniac, Russian Hammer, Katrina Havoc, Hot Shot Chaz, Claymore, and the Redneck Avenger. All right. So a fairly short list there, not as long as normal. Uh, so it should be a quick tournament. We should find out who the Powerball contender is uh, fairly quickly, correct? Yes, I would assume. But, of course, your Powerball title match still ongoing between Europa and Tigris, so we do not know which one of them uh, will be champion going into Tropical Aggression. So uh, we'll just have to wait and see till next week, and maybe we'll have an answer for that. All right. Well, thank you, Razor. Uh, keep up the good work. We'll come back to you in just a little bit. Uh, and then I got this. I got. I know Judge's schedule, and I know he's kind of been MIA. He's been MIA right now. We do not know where Uncle Frank took him. But uh, if he is found, hopefully he will set the new season of Hatfield and McCoys uh, tomorrow. So. All right. At anywho, thank you very much to all the wonderful GM reports. Uh, with that being said, let's move along. Tropical Aggression comes to you live from Cancun, Mexico, in just four weeks from tomorrow night, August 9th. It should be a lot of fun, and I know you're looking forward to it, El Vacant, your home country. See, si, see, si. oh, that'd be great. Get some nice cervezas, maybe you know. Have some have some real real Mexican food, you know, other than the stuff I make. It'd be nice, It'd be very nice. Yeah. Well, not, I mean, the stuff I make is also real Mexican food, but I mean, I have to make it. It's good if somebody else could make it. That'd be nice. I agree. It should be a lot of fun. So, with that being said, wow. I mean, really, and I know my is really like waiting to meet see you again. She hasn't seen you in a long time. Oh, good lord. She lives on the other side of Mexico, though, right? Yeah. She lives in, in what? What do you mean? No, no. She lives. She. I thought she lived down in Alca, or not Tijuana. That's clear on the other side. Well, that right? is one of the places we have compound C, but it's a very large family. She kind of moves around. When she heard we were having pay per view, she went to stay with you know her uh, her her, uh, her nephew that lives over that way. You know, so she's been there for like a month waiting. <sighs> Great. Well, something for me to but look forward to. Don't worry, to, about, I, don't worry. I, I got their backstage pass. It'll be fine. It is ten twenty-five. I officially have a migraine. All right. You know, actually, that reminds me. You know, you haven't tried one of my abuela's uh, remedies in quite some time. I still have some. Yeah, the last time I tried one of your mama's abuelas, I no. I, I, I would rather drink a whole case of Midnight Hobo than another one of your abuelas. Mm. No. You have to admit it worked. 
Yeah. And then, and then, yeah, but it was the day after there. It sucked. Ugh. All right. With that being said, let's now turn back to the Paragon of Greatness. Because, Paragon, we haven't heard from you in a couple of weeks. You have a couple of big matches at Philadelphia Freedom. While they are technically underway, you haven't, you never had a chance to comment on either of them. I'm sure you've been listening to the program. Uh, therefore, you've heard the words of Mithras, the title machine, uh, about the Platinum Dragon Championship match. Was so there anything you wanted to say uh, to Mithras or about this match? Well, you know, I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, it takes a lot of the wind out of your sails to trash talk back to somebody when you know you're getting your ass kicked. But, uh-uh. um, uh, you know... There's There's been this strange misconception about what's been going on with Mithras. He's talked about how, I, you know, I define myself as a, a hero, and he he follows this path of freedom where he defies definition. And that's kind of a root problem that I have more than just him with a lot of people. And, you know, very soon there's going to be some things that you're going to be hearing from me that you may not expect to hear from me, but the fact is he's, he's not wrong. I am a bit restrained. I am a bit restricted by the fact that I stand on the side of good. And that in itself is what good stands for. Am I restricted? Because the things that I decide to do I factor in other people. I factor in our fans. I factor in the locker room. I have something to anchor myself to, to care about, to fight for. Does that make me have to give second thoughts? Absolutely it does. And if that means that I am a lesser person for it, then I relish in being a lesser person. The fact is, if you stand for, you, if you don't stand for something, you stand for nothing. And when you refuse to choose a side between right and wrong, you've made that decision. Mithras can parade about freedom all he wants, but he has made the decision, and he is on the wrong side of that fence. And this is this may not be going my way tonight. You know, it's it's certainly not looking well, but it will not be the last time that I cross paths with Mithras. And the next time that I cross paths with Mithras, cross paths with Mithras, there won't be a two-week delay, and I'll definitely be prepared for what I'm going to say to him. All right, but the other big match for you, Paragon, is you and your and your opaque brotherhood brother Knox Boogie, aka Dungeons and Dragons, getting an opportunity to challenge once again for the tag team titles that you have held on four other occasions. Uh, and of course, Hotness has been have been really tough champions over the past few months. Uh, that match has well, quote unquote, underway. I'm sure there's something you'd like to say about that. Uh, similarly to the Mithras situation, but opposite. I, it feels a little bit like salt in a wound if I try to t- trash talk too much with a distinct advantage at the moment. So I'll keep it brief with what I have to say with hotness. They've been an excellent tag team 
in the time that Dungeons and Dragons have been off of our game, but you need only look at the history of this tag team since its inception to know what you're stepping into the ring with. And I'm sure that they absolutely were prepared for that. And they're experiencing right now the full might of what Dungeons and Dragons can do. You're going to have to roll a, a very strong Nat 20 if you want to get out of this match alive. <laughs> For those of you who don't, have never played Dungeons and Dragons, you have no idea what that means, but I do, and so I find it amusing. That's, that was good. That was good, Paragon. All right. With that being said, Paragon, I want to talk a little bit about this situation with Uncle Frank and Judgment. Uncle Frank taking Judgment away in a casket after their House of Horrors match. Any? Could you give us a clue to Judge's whereabouts where Frank may have taken him? Maybe just, you know, any clue? Do you, could you? Well, Judgment, first of all, I, you know, kudos to the guy for the huevos on him to just out of nowhere come at Frank and not just come at Frank, but he's, he's just attacking Frank hard. Like I've, I haven't seen judgment like this in a long time. And this, I don't know if there something happened backstage, if something happened when I wasn't looking, but my goodness, this seems personal the way that judgment was coming at uncle Frank. And it's, it's creeping me out a little bit, not just the way that judgment was behaving, but the responses that were given by uncle Frank to my knowledge, Uncle Frank has never had anything to do with a circus before, and they're going into some sort of deep, crazy horror house circus act thing. I, it's it's actually genuinely unsettling to me because, I mean, I've spent a very long time trying to acclimate Uncle Frank back into the regular world, trying to make him, you know, finally fit in with normal society and this thing has happened and I feel like I've lost the reins a little bit on this wild animal. And I think that judgment had to have known going into this, the potential risks, because if you mess with the grave digger, you're going to get buried. And that's what's happening right now. I frankly, I just, and pardon the, the word, frankly, I Pray for judgment safety. I hope that the man is okay. I truly hope that this we have not seen the end of judgment because I have no idea what's going on. All right. Well, I mean, it's a. I mean, this is it was, it was definitely a different judgment leading up to this entire match. Uh, a judgment we haven't seen. You know, if if we have ever seen it, we definitely haven't seen it in a long, long time. A very dark sided judgment, and it seems like he was, re- he, you know, he was ready to to match up with Frank, uh, but Frank was able to win that match. We'll see where this all plays out, and hopefully, we'll hear from Judge. Uh, hopefully, Frank will let him go, or whatever is going to happen. We have no no clue where Judgment may be at this point. So. Paragon, maybe if you can, if you see Uncle Frank, maybe try to coerce him into letting you know where he's at. It'd be kind of nice, you know. I mean, as, as much as 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 much as El Vacant saying, you know, we don't. He's glad he did it. Uncle Frank's his new best friend. Uh, we really don't want to see any harm come to Judge. 
Absolutely. Of course, there's a storied past between myself and Judgment, but there's there's a respect there. Judgment is a friend of mine, and I am genuinely concerned. All right. Thank you, Paragon. Folks, do not forget, here at the top of the hour, I'm waiting on word from the championship committee. Someone will challenge the Paragon of Greatness for his Saturday night title here tonight on the show. If you can't, if you showed up in the chat and you're out there talking and uh, enjoy, enjoying the show, you have a possibility of being chosen by the championship committee uh, to challenge Paragon for the Saturday night title at the top of the hour. All right. Let's talk to a man we haven't talked to for a little while, uh, but uh, he was victor. He had one. He had a big victory at Philadelphia Freedom in the first ever triple threat Fubar City street fight. He has now made amends with one of the people, uh, somebody he's been fighting with over the last couple months. And uh, let's talk to the one and only. The one and only Iceman King Parsons joining us on After Hours. Iceman, how the hell are you? Hey, L.A., how are you? Vacant, how's it going, man? Not pretty good, pretty good. How about you? Oh, man, I can't complain. Walking out of, uh, you know, making history at the pay-per-view, that was pretty cool. So, you you had a triple threat street fight. Yeah, congratulations, Iceman. That was a big accomplishment. And then after... After the match, it seems like you and uh, Luke, uh, having been, known each other for so long, buried the hatchet and decided to team up in the RAWF Tag Team Division, the Ebony Experience. Tell me about what led up to you making up with Luke. Well, I mean, you know, we respected each other way back in the day, and after beating the hell out of each other over the last couple of months, we just kind of figured, hey, maybe it's better we fight side by side and fight each other so and then we buried the hatchet right in Nightcrawler's ass so you know and everything turned out all right now of course that doesn't mean no LA just because Luke Cage and I are teaming up that doesn't mean that I'm finished with Terrorine so hmm oh I mean Luke has a history of teaming outside of Terrorine uh, yep, just saying. Exactly. So it, just it's not the history first. says pay very close attention to your contracts from here on out. Yeah, <laughs> because last last time he tagged outside of Terror Inc., that person became a member uh, by some by by some trickery. So if I was you, I'd stay away from uh, signing anything near Teflon Sheik or Playboy. Just saying. No, I might have been born at night, fellas, but I wasn't born last night. I'll keep. I'll, I'll watch what. I'll watch what's going on. So, uh, yeah, the nonstick cookware chic and I have some. Probably have some business down the Well, it seems like a lot of people have business with Teflon chic these days, but uh, we'll see what happens going no. forward. So I, 
Iceman, talk to but, me but about you, facing Killer Neptune for the Champions Choice Championship. Uh, 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 you know, obviously the steps were loaded in his favor. The chances of you being able to win that match were pretty slim. Uh, going into it, though, did you have any hope at all? Did you feel like you no, could have a possibility? I mean, I mean, not really. I mean, once once you got the once you heard the steps, you're sitting there going, okay. You know, there's 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 not a chance. I mean, you know, yeah, I got a I got a few got a few hits in there on him, but you know, with him, you know, the way he comes up with his steps, it's almost impossible to win. But um, like I told him later after the match was over, at some point we'll cross paths again, and at that point I'm going to fillet me some fish. So. But my problem was in that match. Really I kind of missed the fillet of fish, actually. Now that you mention it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't it be nice, a little fillet of fillet of fish? But um, you know, the problem was in that match when he started. He started. Sing, he started rapping that song, and as soon as he started rapping that song, I just I couldn't control myself anymore. It just it just I I just couldn't I, I just couldn't control myself. So you know he distracted me with that, and then you know after that it was over. So. But good for him. Good for him. All right. Well, it was it was definitely a fun match to watch, despite the fact that you were you you know you could only do leg scissors and neck scissors and and and, and you know really couldn't defend yourself very well. But you know it was still what it was. Kudos to you for stepping up and get it and taking uh, one for the team there, if you will. Uh, we will have to see who Killer Neptune's next victim. Uh, at Tropical Aggression is. I'm sure we'll be seeing his call-out scene uh, very soon for his next opponent. So, IKP, what's next for you here in RAWF? Well, you know, I mean, I haven't been here long. I already made history with the triple threat, so that was pretty cool, and I won it. Um, tagging with Luke, so obviously it's not like we're going to half-ass tag. If we're going to tag, we're going for the titles. So, you know, there's that. And really, all the teams better watch out because, you know, the Killing Neptune match was my last comedy match. Because everybody, you know, thinks about, oh, here's IKP with his, you know, expensive suits and his catchphrases and his happy-go-lucky attitude. But as everybody saw, Nightcrawler got his wish and got the old IKP. And I really kind of liked it. So I think the old IKP is here to stay. So, you know, that was the last of my comedy matches with Killing Neptune, so I hope you enjoyed it. Um, otherwise, I'm going for whatever gold that I can go for. You know, I got pretty far in the 32-1, uh, you know, event this time, so I'll be joining back up for that again. I learned a lot. Um, after that, just the champs just need to be watching out because I'm climbing the rankings and I'm coming after them. And I like right. to, you know, take care of the nonstick cookware sheet because these seems to be like, you know, that gum on the bottom of your shoe that, you know, you think you scrape off and then it just shows back up again. I just, man, he's getting way too much press. We got to do something about that. And this bow down thing, you know, is he square dancing now? You know, bow down to me, well, bow to your partner, bow to your own. I mean, come on, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, Iceman, good luck to you going forward. Hell of a win at Philadelphia Freedom. And uh, we'll see what the future holds for the Iceman King Parsons going forward. Good luck to you, sir. 
All right, man. Appreciate it. All right, IKP looking for gold in RAWF. Currently ranked 12th. Uh, highly likely he will get a contender match next week on Superstars for a possible shot at a title at Tropical Aggression. We will find out for sure next week. All right. Let's bring back. I mean, our, he knows how he did it at the pay per view. What's that? He knows how he did it at the pay per view, so he can do some math. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Very true. Uh, let's talk to now uh, the Razor. Get back to the Razor. Razor, you there? Yes, sir. Uh, it was a loss for you uh, at loss. Philadelphia Freedom, it's unable to wrest the FUBRC Championship away from these. But, I mean, the, the future still looks bright for you. You're still high up in the rankings. Good chance you also will get a contender match next week. Uh, but I'm sure, uh, you know, how, how are you feeling and what do you think the future holds for you? Oh, I'm... I'm feeling a little rough. I mean, you know, I, I got uh, Dez pretty much handed, put me in my place. Uh, so, uh, first of all, I'd like to congratulate him and, uh, you know, good job uh, putting me in my place. Uh, I'm feeling a little rough. I've, I've taken a couple losses. Uh but, uh, you know, I'll pick myself up, dust myself off, and, and get back to my winning ways and hopefully stay within that top ten. All right. Well, I mean, despite the, despite the loss, you still, like I said, uh, finished very strong, stronger than we've, what we've seen uh, out of years in a while. So, you know, keep the chin up. We will find out next week where you finish off in the rankings and what title you will be contending for. Because I have a feeling that even despite the loss, uh, you won't fall completely out. So, all right, all right, all right. That was that is the razor, ladies and gentlemen. All right, and I have just gotten gotten the memo from the championship committee on who. Uh, they want to see challenge Paragon of Greatness for the Saturday Night Championship. Uh, we'll get, I'm going to announce that here in just a few minutes. We'll have that match at the top of the hour. But first, we've talked about Nightcrawler and how he got a little bit beat up at Philadelphia Freedom, uh, L Vacant. I have some pre-recorded comments from uh, said Nightcrawler in, via Vokaroo.com.
Nightcrawler here. Wow, what a week. I've spent most of my week in the medical ward of the compound, the anarchy compound, for those that don't know. Tried to get out once and got my ass thrown right back into it. Anyways, they let me out late last night. Apparently, my old days of hard drinking has helped me recover fast. Don't ask me how. It just happens. IKP and Luke Cage put a massive beating on me. One I haven't had in many years. And I love every minute of it. IKP and Luke Cage, I'm glad I could be your bridge to your new bromance. Like, holy shit. One thing the world loves having me is in their hardcore division. I put asses into seats all over the world. Championships, there have been a few. But in hardcore, you are not defined by how many championships you have. That's what the sheeple want you to think. You are defined by how many wins you have, how many people you've slaughtered along the way. And I've been slaughtered myself. That's all part of it. But like any other time I've received a beatdown, like the one I received last week, I have always come back stronger, more vile, more vicious. Hawkster bully, you crying sour sack of monkey spunk. You are my first victim after the beatdown I received. My only suggestion to you, kid, put all your affairs in order before you come down to the ring to meet Nightcrawler. That from Nightcrawler via Vocaroo.com, El Vacant, and he sounds like it sounds like Nightcrawler's looking to bounce back after Philadelphia Freedom. Uh, but that being said, he may get his opportunity tonight to bounce back. That is, if he accepts the the challenge for the Saturday Night Championship against the Paragon of Greatness. The championship committee has chosen Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler, if you're ready, if you're willing to accept the match and are ready to uh, take to the ring, say so now in the chat. Or forever hold your peace. Or forever hold your peace. So I have to go back. Did he called him a sorry sack of monkey what? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But... Nightcrawler will accept the challenge, Paragon. So at the top of the hour, you will be defending the Saturday Night Championship against a Nightcrawler. Your 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 thoughts, sir, on fighting Nightcrawler tonight? You know, I just got out from being frozen in carbonite for two weeks. My eyes still aren't working quite quite right, but I I absolutely welcome the challenge, Nightcrawler. Somebody who has a legitimate shot of taking this championship belt off of me. And if you know me, you know that I never want to have a match against somebody unless I know that there's a legit reason 
why they should be in that championship match and the legit reason why I am in danger and have to stay on my toes. So this is definitely a match that meets that criteria, and I'm excited to have it. All right. It, at the top of the hour, Paragon of Greatness versus Nightcrawler, Saturday Night Championship on the line. But first, I want to give you all an update on the Xanthor the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament. We are still in the semifinals. However, we do have a result that leads to one of our finalists as the Brunette Strangler has defeated Rattlesnake Ron to move to the final of the our, of the Xanthor the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament. Brunette Strangler in the final. She will face either the Emperor of Machismo, Rick Nelson, or Don Shadow in the finals. Congratulations, though, to Rattlesnake Ron. He walks out with 25 million coins, 1,000 wrestler bucks, a company, and a nameplate. So you know, he's definitely not walking away empty-handed for his effort. Uh, to say the least, you wouldn't get that. That isn't quite the haul uh, for getting as far as he did. So congratulations to Ron. But, Brew, uh, congratulations to you for getting into the final match. Uh, and we're still waiting on to see who your opponent will be. Right now, that match is, wow, really good. Right now, it looks like one person, John Shadow, has an advantage, but it's still far from being over. Uh Hopefully, possibly by next week, we'll be in that final match. To, and then, yeah, should be a lot of fun. All right. With that being said, L Vacant, we're going to take a song. <laughs> when we return, the Saturday Night Championship will be on the line. It will be the Paragon of Greatness against Nightcrawler. We'll be back in okay. just a moment. Moment, ladies and gentlemen. You can go ahead and go down the commentator table now if you want, Ovek, and that would you know, I mean, I could do that. Yeah. All right. Doc Dillinger, I'm sure, is waiting for you uh, down at ringside. We'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. This is REWF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. to carry me, there's nothing a fan for me, it's my door, all the people I know on who they used to be, and if I try to change my life one more day, there would be nobody else to save, and I can't change into a person I don't want to be, so, oh, it's Saturday night, <laughs>
And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. This is RAWF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network, and we're about to go down to ringside, where it will be the Paragon of Greatness defending his Saturday Night Championship against Nightcrawler. It shall, should be a really good match. I'm going to go ahead and post, copy, and paste the link in here in the chat. And if you can't get to it use, using that, just you have to go to Unstoppable. You can sure and find it on the REWF main page. And uh, L Vacant, take it away with Doc Dillinger at ringside. All right, we've already started right out the gate there. As soon as we hit the ring, uh, Pyragon comes running in and hits an immediate hip toss, following in with, uh, you know, pulling him in for a headlock there for a little bit. And oh, oh, oh look at that. Tosses him into the ropes and hits him with a big shoulder block. And I've got to tell you, when a man that big hits you with a shoulder block like that, you feel it. Oh, he went for a follow-up. Uh, looks like, I don't know what that was. An elbow, so he missed, whatever it was. I don't know. And the challenger comes back. He goes for a close fist punch right to the jaw of the Paragon of Greatness, right to the champion. He goes for a European uppercut, but no El- Paragon blocks it and hits him one of his own. Oh, oh, he immediately grabs him with that horrible, horrible claw maneuver he uses. Oh, God, it's so gross. Why do you do that? Followed up with a Cobra Clutch and then an STF to the mat, figure four leg lock and a brain buster. The champion now going to town on the challenger. Paragon has held this Saturday night title for several months running. He does it, it right now early in the early going. It doesn't look like he's going to relinquish it tonight unless a miracle happens, though, vacant. No, he, he, he seems like he uh, he's here for business, see? The lovely Mabel Hare at ringside. She has 10 to 1 odds on Big Purple. Wait, she's running Can't. book? Or can we do that? I don't think we can do that. Oh, not a good move. Nightcrawler gets his hip toss blocked by the champion. Here comes the champion again. He right, goes for an armbar. And then he falls up the sedlock, and then, oh, oh, wait, no, and he misses on the, uh, what, what is he trying there? He misses on a, a spine buster attempt, and uh, immediately Nightcrawler has to capitalize, comes in with a hip toss of his own, hits with a oh, beautiful cutter there, follows it up with a nice little elbow strike, uh, pulls him into a collar and elbow, and then goes, oh, look at that, right out of nowhere, a Canadian destroyer. It looks like he's here to play as well. Nightcrawler now getting back into this match after the early initial onslaught of the champion, the Paragon of Greatness. Now Big Purple goes on the attack, getting up slowly. He charges at Nightcrawler now. Turnbuckle head smash. Just nice little stiff right hand right to the the, uh, noisemaker there, you know. And a little dirty pool from someone who's just talking about how he's, you know, so heroic. And uh, but okay, uh, another shoulder block. Oh god, the shoulder block just had to hurt. Then a ro- oh, rope ride. Oh, ow. Oh, we're sorry, Cougar. I hope you weren't watching that at home. Follows it up with an elbow strike and a brain buster, but misses with the brain buster. Now Nightcrawler, the challenger, on the attack. Another punch, a spine buster of his own, German suplex, a rope choke. He's choking Paragon out on the ropes and then follows it up with a brutal choke slam. The challenger now starting to feel it. 
foot stomp, foot stomp followed by another claw, then a cobra clutch that drops him down into an SDF and then rolls him into a figure four. Nightcrawler looks like he's on his last legs here, no pun intended. Nightcrawler definitely not on the receiving end of some brutal punishment. Does he, can he get back into this? Slams Paragon in the turnbuckle. Hits him with a shoulder block. shoulder block. Look at that. Shoulder block. Oh, seems flying to be big. Mm. Followed up by a spear. Oh, my. That's, oh, that looked like it was, it hurt. This is a critical moment now as Nightcrawler steps back. Paragon slowly rising to his feet. Can he capitalize? Ombar said that like Spinebuster, but oh, and misses with the uh, the choke slam. Here comes the challenger now with a hip toss. Can he do it? Can he do it here? A cutter. A brutal elbow strike to the side of Paragon's head. The champion is reeling. The champion is reeling. But can he do enough damage to finish him off? Another hip toss. And then a 450 leg drop from the top rope. Beautiful move by the challenger. He goes for a, a choke slam. No. Paragon blocks it with a kick to the knee. This could be it. Hip toss, then elbow strike, and then he goes for a cutter of his own, and he misses. Uh-oh. Wow. Right down to the wire. Nightcrawler, can he take advantage? Can he take advantage? Can we, will we see a new Saturday Night Champion tonight? Nightcrawler slowly gets to his feet. This, is ta- this match is taking its toll on both competitors. He's looking very weary. We'll see what he can do. What has he got left in the tank? Another hip, hip toss. toss. Massive gutter. Another elbow strike. Does he have it in him? A 450 leg drop. Another beautiful move from the top row. Are you waiting Night for the pin? Oh, my God. With a, that is not the upset of the century. Elbow strike. He goes for the cover. It's one, two, three. We have a new Saturday night champion, ladies and gentlemen. It is Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler, a victory over the Paragon of Greatness. We have a new Saturday night champion. Congratulations. To Anarchy's Nightcrawler. Wow, that was one hell of a match. Uh, El Vacant, your thoughts real quick before I send you back to the studio. Look, I have to say, you know, I've always said good things about Nightcrawler, but I, I, I'll be honest, I, I did not think he took he, he, he stood a snowball's chance in Tijuana, and, and he pulled this out tonight out of nowhere. Uh, congratulations to him. Uh, I think he might be put right back into the medical ward over at the Anarchy compound after that match, but you know, this time he'll do it with a smile on his face with and gold around his waist. See? That is it. back to you, Lord Amadeus in the studio. Once again, a new Saturday night champion. All right. Thank you, doc. Thank you. L vacant wait for L vacant to get back here. Uh, but wow. Yeah, I would, I, I, 
did not see that one coming. Uh, even though Paragon himself said, you know, Nightcrawler was definitely a worthy competitor, worthy challenger. Uh, Nightcrawler proved that tonight, not by just giving one hell of a match, but actually defeating the Paragon of Greatness to become the new Saturday Night Champion. So congratulations, Nightcrawler. Uh, you will not have to defend that title again. You will not have to defend that title uh, until, let's see, it would be August 15th. So you get that title for a good four and a half, four or five weeks before you have to defend it. And just to make sure you know, you do have to be at that show. If you're not at that show to defend the title, the title is vacated and we choose two new uh, competitors for the Saturday Night Championship. But congratulations, big match for Nightcrawler. El Vacant, you, you were down there ringside. It seems like one of the best matches we've had here on Saturday night in a long time. Oh, see, see, very much so. I was like, you know, I mean, we've had some good matches, but that was right down to the wire, competitive all the way along, you know, uh, you know, and like I said to, to Doc, you know, I, I, I would not have bet money on this outcome. So I, I, am, I was truly shocked. All right. And I believe Paragon just now getting back here, uh, Paragon, uh, you, you finally lost the Saturday night title after several long months of being the champion uh, I'm sure you, knowing you, you'll want to congratulate Nightcrawler on air. You know, absolutely. That's what I love about this division. It's a high octane, fast paced division. You have limited amount of time to go back into some books, look up, study your opponent, use all kinds of gadgets, have friends help you. It's the best wrestler at the time wins the match, and I'll be damned if Nightcrawler didn't go out there and prove to him everybody watching that he is the best wrestler in the ring at that moment hats off to you it was a hell of a run i hope that you have a run just as successful great match thank you paragon and always always a a good winner or good loser uh, and good winner uh, is the Paragon of Greatness. Nightcrawler, thank you very uh, congratulations. Uh, and uh, we will see you August 15th. Make sure you're here. Uh, Saturday Night Champion, we have a new one in Nightcrawler. All right. Wow. Some exciting action tonight. Some exciting things going on. I now turn to uh, a lady who had another exciting match at Philadelphia Freedom. She did not come out the victor, but it was still one of the most exciting matches on the entire card. Let's talk to the one and only. Human heart. 
gentlemen, Lady Vex Diablo now joining us on After Hours. Vex, good evening. Good evening, LA. How are you? I'm I'm fine. The migraine's starting to go away a little bit after that exciting match. The adrenaline kind of took the migraine, but. Uh, Speaking of adrenaline-filled matches, you and Brunette Strangler put on one hell of a show at Philadelphia Freedom. She ended up winning that match, uh, but at the same time, you looked like the champion. I know you, we all know you are. Uh, you both did. So what did you take away from this match against Brew at Philadelphia Freedom? Um, that when you tell RAWF people to come and take part in a match that they they don't (laughs) we had a few people show up but it it was like pulling teeth this time and that's kind of rare especially if you mention Bruce's name everyone wants to come watch her wrestle right now so um you know it i'm getting i'm getting over whatever happened last month and that kind of fit in with everything that happened last month. So yes, it was a good match, absolutely. And the better woman won. Um, but, man, last month hit me. I think that's the first time I've ever not ranked while active in the entire time I've been in RAWF. It is true. And, and you know, it's, it's not that you, and it's not that you were that far off. Uh, to be honest with you, it was it was definitely the record. It wasn't the uh, uh, wasn't the, the the fact that you t- talk trash. You can do it with the best of them. Uh, but and anywho, we'll f- it's quite possible. We never know what will happen. But I'm sure uh, that this wasn't an enigma. That we'll see Lady Vex back starting with this rankings period. We just had the first rankings period matches, uh, of course, go out on Wednesday. So, what is your yeah, goals going? Actually, what are what are your goals going forward, Vex? What do you expect to accomplish here in the near future in RWF? Well, after pinning Dez and giving him an 0-1 start for the Renew Rankings period, I'd like to go for one of those titles I haven't won yet. Um, I don't think I'll get a shot at Hatfield and McCoy. I'm, I'm, I'll try for estrogen. It's not at the top of my list. I've held it. Um Platinum Dragon would have been really nice to go for this month, um, especially with my other best friend, Maeve, uh, going for the world title. It would have been a nice one-two punch, the two of us. I don't plan on going back for the world title, and I say that every time. I said that last time. I didn't plan on going back for the national title. I didn't plan on going back for the tags title. I planned on having fun with that, and um, (laughs) it's been interesting. Well, we will see. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure this isn't. You know, we will see you in the ti- in, in some sort of title match uh, in coming up in September at Cataclysm. I'm almost. I I would almost bet on it, but we will find out for sure moving forward. But a big win over D's to start off the new rankings period. That's definitely got to be uh, a shot to the arm uh, for you of, of of adrenaline. Oh, absolutely. And the, the man needs flea powder. He's scratching himself in matches. Somebody really should see this staff. <laughs> All right. Well, Vex, since you do, we'll talk about we'll talk about Brew right now. I don't want I don't want to jinx her because this is one probably the biggest tournament of you know her career right now. She sits and in you, the you final have match. A, you have a habit. 
of that too. You have so a really not, strong I, habit of. But to be honest <laughs> with you, she sits in the final match for the Xanthropus Platinum Dragon Tournament. We are just waiting to see who her opponent is, whether it's Dawn Shadow or Rick Nelson. Uh, since you know her, how excited is she to be where she is? Oh, absolutely ecstatic. She's she's in the final three for Go Big Bro 4, or three, rather. She's in the finals for Xanther, which is a huge tournament. Um, it, she's really showing everybody what she can do and how multidimensional she is. It's not just a wrestler for USL and the GM. It's not just a company owner and somebody that kicks ass in so many ways. It is the total package. And I am absolutely proud to call her one of my best friends because she knows just from my tone what we need. And, you know, when she heard how things had been going, she showed up and she gave me a hell of a match. And I'm excited for her. I will admit, I'm biased. She tells me every day, but Brew is fucking awesome. That's just all there is to it. And I love that she's back in RAWS. Me too. No doubt about it. Brunette Strangler, uh, definitely definitely on a roll to start restart her RAWF career. Glad to have her back, and I have a feeling we're going to see some exciting things out of her uh, going forward and, and out of you as well, Vex. Thank you very much. Thank you, L.A. All right. Next up, uh, right now she is in a hotly contested match for the world title. There's not a finish to it as of yet. However, she sits still at number one in the R.A.W.F. rankings, uh, which means she will probably finish fairly high no matter what the outcome of the world title match is. Let's talk to the one and only. Good evening, Maeve. Hola, Maeve. Good evening, Mothman. Good evening, Vacant. How are you? You got my favorite seat. You got my favorite seat ready for me, lad. Can you hear my way? There you go. It's nice and clean. Thank you. Goodness. Somebody's in a good mood tonight, Maeve. Uh, was it because you heard your name at number one once again tonight? I mean, it's nice to hear. It's not surprising. I'm not complaining, mind you. But no, I'm, I'm feeling pretty pleased with myself these days. I've noticed that. I've noticed that. Um, what do you mean I'm a huge jinx? You're a huge jinx. 
like you're all the time telling you're all the time telling people, oh, you got a cakewalk match this week. Oh, this is going to be a walk in the park for you. Oh, you know, there's no way you're not going to win this match. You're going for this title and that title and the other title. And then all of a sudden, a match that should have been completely easy is just up in the air. And I mean, look what you did to poor Paragon, lad. I didn't do that. That wasn't my fault. I never, I never you're said that jinx. Nightcrawler was a cakewalk. I never said that. Ever. I didn't say you said Nightcrawler was a cakewalk. You told me I had a cakewalk match last week and last month, whatever whatever it were. You told me that a few weeks ago and I almost lost the match. It's all your fault. Almost. You almost lost the match. You did not lose, correct? Because that's not what I do, lad. I win. Okay, well then I didn't jinx point. you. <laughs> if you won the match, I didn't jinx. jinx you. So where's this jinx coming from? I I I don't I, I'm not a jinx. I refuse to admit. I, Wait, any so he, he makes it harder to win the match, but you win anyway. So he's it's not that he's a jinx; it's that he's an incompetent jinx. Well, that's even worse than ain't it? I tell you what, I saw Mark Kettler out in the chat, and I know he likes stats. I'd love for him to go back and see how many people lose versus win when LA says that they've got an easy match. That's your homework, lad. But anyway, we're not here to talk silliness about you both, man. Okay, well, fine. Fine, fine. You know, when you rile her up like this, she wiggles a bit. It's kind of nice. <sighs> With that being said, Maine, we would, again, do not know the result of the World Heavyweight Championship match. We won't know till next week, so we can't really talk about it very much. Uh, With that being said... Uh, let's talk about someone else you've kind of that's kind of had issues. Uh, you've had, you, you know, Sheik had his Razor has had his issues with Sheik and you, and uh, it, you kind of beat him down after his loss to Teflon Sheik a couple weeks on Superstars. Why? Why what, lad? I missed I missed your question there. You beat him. You 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 beat down Razor after the match against after his match with Teflon Sheik a couple of weeks ago. On I mean, Superstars. he he were already beat down, lad. It really weren't hard. Well, okay. You added insult to injury. Why? I guess there's just something about him I don't like. Look, here's what it is. Every time I face off against the Razor, what happens? I mean, other than you win. That's it. He's a Hall of Famer. He's a GM. He's this, he's that, he's the other. And he just can't get it done. It's 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 sad. I, I feel bad for him, but I don't like people I have to feel bad for. And besides that, he... I mean, not to put too fine a point on it, but he can't keep my name out of his mouth. Well, I mean, all. all right. Well, I mean, I mean you've it, seen it, you though, right? Well, what's that supposed to mean, then, Elvacum? I mean, you're hot. I mean, it's true. Just saying. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm, it's it's not like I'm the only attractive person here. You don't see him going around saying English's name all the time, do you? I don't think that's his type. Well, I'm pretty sure English would insist he's everybody's type. I mean, wrong accent probably. He doesn't he doesn't like my accent either. I mean, there's no accounting for taste. Were there anything else, Wolfman? Mm, not that I can think of, Maze, but uh, good luck, continued good luck in the world title match and in the rankings. We'll see where what it all leads up to next week, whether you're the new world champion or where you end okay, up in the ring. I'll tell you what, Lot. How would you like to redeem yourself from being an incompetent jinx? <sighs> sure. Why not? You're Miss Lad's tag partner. You got any inside tips? Is he ticklish somewhere? Is he allergic to something? I mean, I'm not, um, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not, a, I'm not above asking for help when I need it. I mean, um, I mean, I have, I, I, I can't beat him either. So, so I'd be just saying, I don't think I'd be great oh, place. Well then, I'm well, then a, I'm, no a, I'm a, I'm a. Um, as, as, as incompetent I'll, I'll, as I may I'll, be as a jinx, I'm even worse as an advisor when it comes to some people beating Mifford, so. Oh. oh, well, I'll just have to pick English's brain then. I'll thank you anyway. And thank you for always having such wonderful hospitality there. So I can... uh, you know, I, I, my pleasure. <laughs> You know, you could stay, maybe hang out, talk to the other guests. Oh, no, no, I, I couldn't. But uh, right. maybe I'll see you after the show. Promises, promises. <laughs> Good night, All right. Time. Good night, Maeve. All right, we have breaking news from Philadelphia Freedom, ladies and gentlemen. This just in, Chris, the unsettled Chris Cage is still your Triple Crown champion after defeating Money Sue and Claymore. So he is still your Triple Crown champion. Congratulations to Chris Cage. So, yeah, very good. Very cool. Ah, so we got that out of the way. All right. All right. There we go. All right, let's now talk to the man who's the new Hatfield and McCoy champion uh, and is still uh, enjoying a beatdown of the Teflon Sheik in his men's title match. Uh, it is still not officially over, but, it, you know, it kind of is just looking at the beating. But let's talk to the one and only. I am immortal. immortal. Do I look like I care what you think? Do I look like I give a shit what you think?
ladies and gentlemen, the immortal Griffith. Good evening, Griffith. Well, howdy, y'all. <coughs> so, talk the title, right? Please don't do that again. That just does not not coming from you. That doesn't sound right. I mean, I mean yeah, that's fine. But I, I thought that was part and parcel with this belt. I I mean, it could be, I suppose, but it's not. It's not like it's a. It's it's a country. It's a well, it's Hatfield McCoy. Congratulations. I know it, you are a collector, and this is a new addition to your collection, so I'm sure you're it very is. thrilled. Very Haven't had this one before. Yeah. So, but, And, you know, it was a great match over the Cougar, uh, and uh, she even said it was a great match, so hopefully... Uh, I'm not sure, but thing is, I don't know where our, our, our half-film-core GM is at the moment, Um so you may have that belt for a while if we can't find Judge. I mean, he's probably in hiding because he doesn't want to congratulate me. You know how he is. So he's jealous. <laughs> uh, yes, true enough. True enough. But uh, so congratulations. Another trophy for your tr- immense trophy case. So. Uh, let's talk about the match with Sheik because it's still ongoing, and you know normally I don't talk about matches as they're ongoing, but this one really looks like it's going it's it's going your way heavily. Uh, any comments about what's going on with Sheik? I mean, the expected. <laughs> he he stepped into my ring with his ego, and it's costing him another pound of flesh, like it does every time he steps into my ring with me. Fair enough. I mean, with that being said, uh, the victory over Sheik, since that is your rankings match, and you're currently sitting at two behind only Mabel Hare in the top 25, it could mean a big contender match coming up in a couple of weeks. Uh, it could. That is true. I mean, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of things in play in that uh, in that top five six rankings there. There definitely is, and as I said, it is a fo- going to be a photo finish. Uh, you, the top, the top four or five names that I named have to win uh, if they want to maintain those their rankings because well, it is that I mean, close. The top five, if I remember, are what? Uh, Sheik, Claymore, Paragon, myself, and Maeve. Correct. Mm-hmm. All right, so we. We already know Teflon's going to lose, which means I'm going to win. Claymore lost his match already, did he not? Yes, he did. All right, so he's going to drop. Paragon is, as he said to himself, not in a really great position is his match, so that's not looking good for him. And Maeve is also saying she's, you know, she's fighting an uphill battle right now, so that's not looking particularly great for her. So the real question I have is if I go down the list, the first person I come across that won their match, I believe, is the Great Red Dragon. Is it not? True enough. True enough. So my question is, is you know, you've said it's a really close race. Is it close enough that that win could catapult him into second place if everyone in the top five other than me loses? Well, tell you the truth, to be honest with you, I'm not sure. 
Uh, that one, that that's a good question, and that's not one I had thought about. But we will, uh, you'll find out next week when the rankings come out whether he can cut. And and if that does happen, I, I have to. I'm almost forced to ask: Would that be a first for someone to go from sixth place to second place in the very last match of the rankings period? I mean, that's. Usually by now, someone's got a hefty, hefty lead. And it sounds like from what you've been saying, that is not true this season. It is not. As I said, it's a very tight, tight window in the top four or five. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. And if if you win out, it's almost, it's, it's almost a definitive that you'll be at number one or number two. There's no doubt about that. You are in the driver's seat right now as far as a world title contender match as long as you win out against Sheik. Oh, so so you're saying is I have even more incentive to pummel him. Yep. Why do you think I told you? What do I ever tell you do I ever tell this kind of stuff before? No. I don't No, no, that's I guess that's true. I guess that's true. So there you go. I so I, uh, you know, if I was capable of feeling bad I'd feel bad. I don't. Because, you know, I can't stand the Sheik. Especially considering the things he's been saying about R.A.W.F. management lately. (laughs) I mean, after the match is over, I could just, you know, I could just, like, sell tickets to the staff to come down and slap him. Please do. I don't care what you do. Just embarrassing. I mean, everyone, you you heard him. You, you heard him. I have carte blanche. I will not be held responsible. Thank you, Griff, and uh, we'll talk to you next week once you have once again retained the men's championship. Wow, I really hope she's not right about you being a jinx. I'm an incompetent jinx. Remember. That is what I said, see. So the worst that's going to happen, you might become a, 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 a comeback that might worry everyone for a few seconds until you finish him off. I, I mean, we can, we can deal with that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, he is the Immortal Griffith reigning men's champion and possibly <clears throat> a world title contender match in his future. All right. Well, we still got a few. We got quite a bit of time left. It's time to bring on one of our favorite people, uh, one of my fellow radio host, show host. Although his show is always much different from mine, uh, it's still and it's made a resurgence as of late. He's had a few shows and getting his groove back in. Let's bring on the one and only. the truth. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the one and only Terrell the motherfucking Truth Johnson. Truth! What's going on, L.A.? 
Oh, that's Senior. What's going on, Jose? How you doing? Um, it's, it's El Vacant. Tyrone. Oh, my bad. My bad. My bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you. El Vacant. My bad. Um, first of all, let me give a shout out to Lord Amadeus. Chills up here, freedom. Hell of a show. Hell of a fucking show. Really enjoying myself. Uh, but I'm here not to do what I normally do. I'm not going to brag on myself like I normally do. I mean, your mama does enough of that, so I don't have to do it myself. But. Fuck you, that was funny. Yeah, I was going to go there. But thank you, thank you. I, uh. I had a smart man tell me something. He said, you never know the true strength. You never know the true will of another man until y'all knuckle up, until you fight that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we've been there. Until you put hands on another motherfucking man, you don't know if he's a real man or a bitch or, you know, just, you know, some fucking clown. I saw two individuals at your show, Lord Armadez, at Philadelphia Freedom that not only did they embody, they embraced it and left the ring with total respect for each other. I'm talking about my man, Mr. Cage, and my man, Mr. Parsons, also known as the Ebony motherfucking experience. Did you think something called the Ebony experience was going to go down without me having a part in it? Are you out of your fucking mind? (laughs) Do you not know who the fuck I am? <laughs> look, I'm talking right now. Look, I don't, I do not, I do not get involved with what they do in their individual careers. I know people are going to say that. Well, they don't even like each other, and even in this group and that group. Fuck all that bullshit. We're talking about tag team gold. That's what we want. We want to get some tag team gold. And I said, proof the only thing you haven't done in this motherfucker, you know, is is lead a group of young individuals. To that next level, I, I didn't get my titles. I didn't talk my shit. I dated your mom. You know, I'm, I, I my bucket list is damn near full. This is the one thing I have left, and I could have not picked two badder motherfuckers than these two gentlemen. And I'm just saying, the rest of the roster need to watch the fuck out because the Ebony motherfucking experience. Oh, they bring in black back. I'm just telling you, I'm, I'm just letting you know. Right. They bring in black back. It, so, it's coming so back. Let me it's back. Fuck orange. Let, let me... Fuck orange. Black is the new black. Damn it. <laughs> so, truth. Let me just make sure make sure I understood your ghetto talk there for a second. Are you going to be the Ebony Experience's manager? Is that yeah. what I heard? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Damn it, Terrell! Stop scaring the white people. Um. This next endeavor that I decide to uh, embark on is I will take two um, uh, uh, melanin-having individuals to the top of the uh, rankings. Uh, These two people are awesome fighters. I mean, they are awesome. And what they plan to do is conquer the world with respect and dignity, and they will always be nice to their opponents because they have me as a mentor, and I'm all about that wrestling (laughs) etiquette. Fuck all that shit. They're coming to fuck some shit up. As ghetto as I can be, goddamn, we coming to burn this bitch down. Woo! It's about to be all. All right. It's about to be all. So, it, I so you want to be? I ain't got to fight. I just get to talk. I can talk. That's all I got to do. It's talk. 
that's cool. That's cool. I like it. I like it. You're going to mentor the Ebony experience. I like it. I love it. I think that's awesome. I don't think they could have a better mentor than Terrell the Truth Johnson. I know, right? Because I know, right? experience, and I'm black as hell. So it just did. It's so cool. So, you know what? You know what? I know somebody else that would like to be mentored by you, as a matter of fact, Truth. I think I think I'm, I'm, I think I'm, I'm sorry, run that one more time, sir. I say I think I think I know someone else who might like to be mentored by you. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I don't Well, okay. Do let me bring let me bring this person on. Because uh, okay. you know him very well, and you know you've known him for a lot of years, and he could probably use I a mentor. I swear to God, if you bring, if you bring on who I think Fucking Dizzle, the Dizzle joining us now on After Hours. Dizzle, how the hell are you, brother? Oh my god, what the hell type of throwback is that? (laughs) That's (laughs) that's the only thing I had on the board for you, Dizzle. You need to if you want another song, you got to get it to me. But hey, true. No, that's a throwback to a fucking. Oh my no, God. Don't, let's, come on, no, 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 let's not do this. Let's not. <laughs> so I know where I'll go with that one. How, how you doing, uh, V Dizzle? How, how you doing, man? I'm good. You good? That, 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 that. Lord, I'm I, I got two words for you, and I say it with the, the utmost respect and sincerity that my heart can muster. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm it. the only dude that's shorter than I don't even know. He's from over the Stranger Hearts IQ. He is, he, he, but he cool. He cool, though. He a cool motherfucker. And the Ebony experience, that's all I got to say. Black is back. Black is back. I'll let you boy. Oh, uh, yeah, I couldn't help. I, I couldn't help it. Truth, I, I had to do it. It was just it's too funny. It was just too funny. Dizzle, good to hear from you, my man. Been a long time. What you been up to? Oh, I've been hiding under a rock, you know. Almost decided to just end my wrestling career. I don't know. Well, I mean, it's it's it has. I have to be honest. You, you, your record in RAWF is definitely not stellar, uh, to say the least. Uh, that's got you know. I'm not saying that you should retire. I'm not saying it should at all. But because you've been around, you are a grizzled veteran, believe it or not. You've been around quite a while. 
What do we need to do to get you back on track, sir? I don't. I wish I knew the answer to that. I know. I oh, they can start winning. Well, that that that's kind. Of, thank you, Cap. Thank you, L. Obvious. They can. You're welcome. Uh, Whew, this is painful. I've been trying to win, but you know the people that I've been t- going up against. My, I, I don't know what's going on. Well, I mean, get some tough. It is tough competition here in R.A.W.F. Dizzle. It's not. It's not a walk in the park. You know, it's it's. it's People are out for blood when it comes to R.A.W.F. And you just have to find a way to step up your game. It also helps if you actually speak in the matches. Uh, that always helps as well because you you know you you're, you t- you've said more right now being on this program than you've said since you returned R.A.W.F. six months ago. Has it been six months? I don't think it's been that long. I was I was guessing, but. Yeah, anyways, I, I think it's been close and funnier. Yeah, but yeah, actually, I think it has been about six months, Dizzle, to be honest with you. Okay. But I was thinking it was only about three. I mean, I I've known you for a long time in CSW, in CSW uh, since those days. Uh, you can talk shit when you want to. I've heard you do it with 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 multiple personalities. Lady Fit, uh, what were the, some of the other ones? I can't even remember. It's been so long. But, you know, you you can talk shit when you want to. Why the hell ain't yeah. you been talking shit? I don't know. I, I, I think I just gotten too old and just don't give a shit about talking it no more. Oh, good I, Lord. I, look, I can see truth shaking in in, in internal anger. At that oh my fucking god! You have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea. Uh, well, you know, Dizzle, you gotta if you want if you're gonna have to figure it out one way or another. But whatever, whatever you do, figure out. Uh, I wish you good luck. And uh, Truth, thanks for joining us. Uh, it sounds like you're in. Sounds like you're going into a new phase of your career. That sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. Shout out to the Ebony Experience. Keep an eye out on them in the tag team division. Black is back. All right. Dizzle. Nice to hear from you. going to win. Yep. What? All right. So, thank you, gentlemen, very, very much. Hate, hate to cut it short, but we only got a little time left. And, uh, we need to talk to. We still have one other person to talk to. Man of uh, multiple personalities. He lost to the Great Red Dragon at Philadelphia Freedom, but I have a feeling eh, all is not lost for this individual. He is the one and only.
Ladies and gentlemen, he is Mark Caliber. The man of many sides, the man of many personalities. Mark Caliber, good evening. Good evening, L.A. In case you hear anything going on around here, uh, don't mind that. So I'm bringing a couple of fans in here because, let's face it, it could get a really, really hot in that boiler room, if you know what I mean. So, Mark, after your match with Dragon at Philadelphia Freedom, you had an encounter with the mass psycho who... Uh, well, why don't you tell us what happened? All right. Well, um, excuse me for a second. I just got to pinch my brain here for a moment. Not literally pinch my brain, mind you, just so you know, in case anybody is living under a rock. So, yeah, I was sitting in the boiler room just, just trying to figure out what to do in my match against the Great Red Dragon. Then, all of a sudden, I hear a knock on the door. And, of course, there was the Masked Psycho. I mean, I'm going to be honest, I was actually expecting him. But, yeah. We've been talking about Katrina Havoc again, the backstabbing bitch. Makes me want to go a little even more crazier. But anyway, he wanted to tell me that Katrina is going to pay for her sins that night at Philadelphia Freedom. And boy, did he ever. And boy, did he surprise her. For those who missed it, the masked psycho who was unmasked by Katrina was none other than my stepfather, Calvin Clark. Wow, we haven't heard that name for quite a while. He kind of went and disappeared for or for a bit. I guess that was a. So was it, was it a surprise, or or did you suspect him at some point? No, she did not even expect Calvin to be there. I mean, she admitted herself that. Do you remember the time before we had to go up against Terror Inc. that he was suspiciously attacked and found unconscious? They've had a concussion, injured knee, someone like that? Mm -hmm. I do remember. That was the last time we saw him. Yeah. She, at Philadelphia Freedom, literally confessed right in front of him and right in front of the world that it was her who took out Calvin Clark and made us look like a bunch of fools. I'll tell you what, last Sunday, Calvin made her look like an even bigger fool. She may have taken him out, but he's not finished. I mean, he admitted that there were things that he did that made him become the mass psycho to begin with. Like he did a lot of bad things while on the shelf. I'll tell you what, feels good to be back. And I know damn well that he's going to get his revenge. I'm going to be right in his corner when he does. Sounds like it's going to be uh, 
an interest, interesting scene going forward with you and the former member. I, I don't know. Is the Wolfpack even a thing anymore, Mark? You haven't really mentioned it. We haven't really talked about the Wolfpack. But considering all the all the issues going on right now with Calvin Clark, Katrina Havoc, uh, and yourself and Alex, doesn't sound like the Wolfpack is a thing anymore. Well, we haven't really done most of what we wanted to do ever since Immortal, ever since that backstabbing bitch did what she did. Sorry, I had to let that out there. Mm. I'll tell you what, if there was, if there would be ever a time for the wolf pack to rise once again, we would definitely do so. Well, Mark, I it sounds like the issues continue to pile up, not just for yourself, but for the people around you. Uh, hopefully we can get all this worked out going forward. Uh, keep me, we'll keep you all posted on the goings on of this entire situation. Thank you, Mark. Anything, anything else you want to add to it really quick? We have one other thing to do before going to promos. No, but other than there's one message that I want to say to Paragon, and that is, Thank you. You're welcome. Not sure what for, but okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Mark Caliber. So I just got this. <clears throat> this got sent to me. Uh, oh, I'm not sure what it is, but it says "Play Me." So I'm going to go ahead and play this. I'm not sure what the heck this is, but let's see. and there's some carnival looking thing some circus I was walking past the key uh, past his tents and an old man came around the corner he said do you want to play a game I looked at him and I was confused but yet I was intrigued I said what kind of game it's a simple game the old man said I will tell you the rules you have ten large metal boxes inside one of the boxes is the prize money one hundred thousand dollars $100,000. What's the catch? I asked. The boxes are sturdy and strong, said the old man. Much too strong to be opened with a bare hands. They're also airtight and cannot be damaged by a hammer or an axe or even a chainsaw. So there's no possible way to open them, right? Not impossible. I have a blowtorch which you can use to open the boxes. Is there a time limit? You can take as much time as you want, he said. When you find the prize money, it's all yours. So do you want to play the game? I'm this. I looked at him and I thought to myself, self, I don't know how I could possibly lose. Okay, I'll play the game. The old man smiled. I'll make it even easier for you, he said. There are ten metal boxes, but if you give me five dollars, I will start you right with the net, right with the prize money box. I started freaking out. I started getting scared. I took five dollars out and I gave it to him. The whole time I was watching for Frank to make sure he wasn't coming around the corner. There was a mischievous grin on the man's face. 
game started, the prize money was right in front of me. He could see it. He could even touch it. He even thought he had won the game. But there was a catch. I found out the boy. There was only one other person who was able to do this. And it was a boy. His name was Frank. He lost his soul to the circus. So Frank, if I take this money, I will release your soul. I'm going to release your soul back out into the hell, Frank. So Frank bringing me here to the circus was not only a mistake, but it was going to be some exciting excitement that I'm going to be able to deliver your soul back to hell. Okay, 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 okay. I got nothing. Did he Not just say he was at the circus? He he did. <clears throat> he did. Uh, he also said something about metal boxes and old men. I don't I don't know. Okay. Well, okay. Well, it uh, sounds like we know Judge is still alive. That's good. Apparently, he's at the circus. Hopefully, we'll have more on this next week. Hopefully, some of it makes sense. I mean, All right. I mean so I'm not holding my breath. All right, well... Let's get to the promo part of the show, ladies and gentlemen, and then we'll get the hell out of here for the night because my migraine just amped up about a hundredfold. Mark, anything you'd like to promote tonight? As a matter of fact, I do. I'm still looking for female talent in women's wrestling to compete in this special Sally Fuller Legacy tournament that Commonwealth Wrestling is having. Matter of fact, I'll just put the link in the chat if I can, real quick. There it is. If anybody would like would like to compete in this Sally Fuller Legacy tournament, please give me a shot or let me know in the scene below. All right, thank you, Mark. Paragon, you have anything you'd like to promote tonight? Uh, check out the RAWF homepage. Under the Scenes tab, you can find the latest editions of Opaque Comics. I kind of got them out at a weird time of the day and didn't really share around a lot, so a lot of people kind of missed that they came out this month. But you can find them on the RAWF page and, of course, the RAWF stores. All right. Thank you, Paragon. Uh, Maeve, anything you would like to promote tonight? She's too modest to do it. I will promote Hellbent Studios, which is a joint production of Lady Vex Diablo and her lovely husband, El Chiqui Diablo. They've got ongoing tournaments where you can uh, win yourself some excellent art by Chiqui himself. So uh, go check them out. All right. Thank you, Maeve. Uh, Razor, anything you'd like to promote tonight? 
Oh, he must not. Okay, never mind. Never mind. El Vacant, what would you like to promote tonight? Well, uh, due to their uh, popularity, uh, we will be adding uh, this uh, most recent uh, menu item to the menu permanently. So please feel free to come on down, order yourself an L.A. Dirty Wiener, um, you know, and let us know <laughs> if you want it, you know, all the way or not. And, uh, you know, we'll be happy to serve you. All right. Thank you, El Vacant. Truth. Anything you would like to promote tonight, sir? The everyday experience. Come and give your senses the exhilarating ride that your mama warned you about. Because you know what happens when you go black, right? You win World Tag Team title. Holla at your boy. Black is back. All right. Thank you, Truth. Last but not least, the immortal Griffith. Ladies and gentlemen of the RAWF universe, please be advised that anything you see going forward in the match with Tepon Sheik has been sanctioned by Lord Amadeus himself. If you need proof of this, please rewind to the show at, at one hour and 28 minutes. You will find where he says that I can do whatever I like and I cannot be held responsible. Thank you, and enjoy the show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you all for joining us this evening. We will be back next week with all of the final Philadelphia Freedom results, with hopefully the final rankings of the period for announcement of contendership matches on next Sunday's Superstars. Uh, it should be a huge show. Congratulations once again to Nightcrawler, your new Saturday Night Champion. Thank you, everyone who called in or and participated in the show this evening. This has been Aria of After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. Good night, folks. <laughs>